0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: All right, I hope that everybody's enjoying their Friday. I'm not enjoying this cold weather, but nonetheless, we've made it to another weekend. Welcome in to the Lake Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. The beautiful thing about our jobs are that me and producer Christopher Tubbs were indoors. We have to worry about being out in the elements. I was out in the elements for hours earlier today. Okay. Um so I'm well aware of the temps and how cold it is. I was outside for quite some time, even shoveled a little bit of dirt at a groundbreaking, but but yeah, I, it's happy to be. What do you think the temp is in here right now? In here? Yeah. Oh it man. It feels good.
2: It's it's got to be in the mid 70s.
1: Yeah. I I love that.
2: I, I well, I I came in and it was just like sweat. And I went into a side I normally I'm in a side production studio and there was just something that was kind of just kind of funky in there you. so I opened it up and tried to It's just like it's really really yeah, hot. Yeah, you walked
1: in, here. in the room. That's I mean that's just I mean it's just,
2: Well, I mean that notwithstanding, not but I'm just joking. I'm but yeah, joking. it is like somebody apparently <clears throat> moved it from where it was at to really hot
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Ooh, man. Appreciate that. Thanks so much to whoever that was. All right, so let's dive into the show in that I want to start with the big game of the weekend, and that being the Vikings and the Cowboys. And we'll get to go for football a little bit later, but the big game this weekend is the 6-3 Dallas Cowboys, America's team, coming into Minnesota facing the Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium, who are 8-1. I think that there's something that we all have to do as we head into this matchup. And that one thing that we have to do is we have to respect Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. And I think that there are times where Dak Prescott gets disrespected, quite frankly. And I know that some of you will say, well, hold on. What do you mean disrespected? What has Dak Prescott ever done? We could say that about a lot of quarterbacks in the National Football League. What have they ever done? What has Lamar Jackson ever done? Well, he's he's won an MVP, but in terms of, like, winning big-time football games, he hasn't been to a Super Bowl or won a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott clearly hasn't done much of that either. Jalen Hurts is a good, young quarterback who's doing his thing this year, looks awesome. A lot of work to do. Everybody's in love with Josh Allen. I think he's amazing. What has he won? There's a lot of quarterbacks out there that you – to be honest with you, I think that the only quarterbacks right now that you could look at and you could not say the what have you done question applies to them would be Patrick Mahomes – Matthew Stafford, he's got a ring. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and then after that, the what have you done? I'm not sure. I think that the what, what Aaron Rodgers, clearly. Joe Burrow? I think that Joe Burrow, we can put into that category because he got to a Super got, Bowl was a so Super Bowl. early yeah. in his career. But everybody else, it's a what have you done? So I, I say this not like I'm some big, massive um, Dak Prescott fan, okay? I'm saying this because if you disrespect or you think that Dak Prescott is overrated and he will not do anything, we'll get beat. I'm telling you right now, if you think that Dak Prescott is an overrated quarterback and he's not that great, He's just a guy we will be in for a not-so-pleasant surprise come Sunday, and we'll lose. The Cowboys are a good football team. Their defense has been relatively good, although right now they're starting to struggle a little bit with stopping the run, which bodes well for Dalvin Cook. CeeDee Lamb is an awesome young receiver. Tony Pollard... Is a good backup running back. And we're not sure if Ezekiel Elliott is going to play or not. But even if he doesn't play, Pollard's a good running back. So Dak Prescott, don't underestimate what he can do. And there's a reason why Dak Prescott catches a lot of flack, a lot of grief. And I think that Vikings, Minnesota Vikings fans should be aware of it. It was a great take by Joy Taylor from FS1, and she was talking about Dak Prescott yesterday and why he catches a little bit more flack with regards to him and his quarterbacking in the National Football League versus other guys that are highly compensated, highly paid for what they do. Take a listen to what Joy had to say because I absolutely agree with her 100%. Talking about
3: the money, then there are Quite a few ridiculously overpaid quarterbacks that we don't give the same kind of hell yes, to Joy. the way that yes, we give Dak Prescott. I have a list very handy because I, I thought we might go here. So Aaron Rodgers makes $50 million a year, mm-hmm. okay, earned, and we have given him plenty of slack for how he's played yes. this year, yep. earning that contract. Um, he's also a back-to-back MVP, so I feel like we can hold him to that standard and a Super yeah. Bowl champ, first ballot Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson, $49 million. Kyler Murray, $46 million. Sean Watson hasn't played a game in two years. 46 million. Patrick Mahomes, 45 million. Josh Allen, 43. Derek Carr, 40 million. Dak Prescott, 40 million. Matt Stafford, 40 million. You know who's making 35 million who we do not put in this category or give all this? Kirk. Kirk, Thank you. 35 million dollars. We're not doing segments about whether Kirk... That's can
2: a, win a whole Super Bowl lot of That's names, a lot of guys that haven't that haven't have,
3: won Super Bowls,
2: very that, similar a good, accomplishments oh, to Dak. As that a matter that, of that fact. haven't
3: some of these haven't even won playoff games, and we put them above Dak Prescott and hold them hold Dak in some, as talent, and then hold Dak to a higher standard than that. So my argument with Dak is the reason that we put Dak into these conversations and talk about the money. First of all, it doesn't matter anymore. Dak Prescott makes what a starting quarterback in this league makes. Clearly, I just listed the names mm-hmm. he makes what quarterbacks make. He's not making the most. He's not making the least. He makes what a starting quarterback makes, which, by the way, he earned because he wasn't making any money on that fourth round contract for years when he was putting up big numbers. I love you so, so part much, of sure. contracts are what you do and what you will do. A lot of Dak's contract is what he did, right, which you what you did and what you will do. And a lot of his contract is what he did. So the reason that we talk about that like this it's because he's got that jersey on and the star on his helmet. Because if we don't give any of these guys, for the most part, the same type of pressure or expectations, especially as a fourth-round draft pick, that we do Dak Prescott.
1: And I agree, Joy, 100%. Like, like, I'm, I'm totally on board with her take and what she had to say. Dak Prescott is not somebody that any of us should be sleeping on. Not one person. C.D. Lamb is a playmaker. Our secondary's played better, but our secondary is not flawless. Like, we still got some things that we got to iron out. But are you concerned about the Dallas Cowboys? Are you riding the confidence wave of the Buffalo game and sitting at 8-1 and one and feeling yourself? 651-461-9226. Two, two, Love to hear your reaction. You can hit us up and call and talk on the show or text the show on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. But are we overconfident? about what we're going to achieve this weekend against the Cowboys. I need to check the Vegas line and see if we're still underdogs. I think that that bodes well for the Vikings kind of reining it in a little bit and not getting overconfident. But what concerns you about them damn Cowboys? We'll get to it next year on the Lake Show. How concerned are you about the Vikings and the Cowboys? Do the Cowboys concern you at all? Are you that Confident in the Minnesota Vikings, where you're like, "Mm, not losing any sleep over Dak Prescott and the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Give me a buzz 651 461 9226. Because, like I stated in the opening segment, I think that there are things that should make you um, cautious about about this matchup. And Dak Prescott, I think, is at the top of the list. And there's another thing about the whole Dak Prescott situation right now, quarterback, I feel like he's in the mode of, he feels like he's got something to prove. And Dak Prescott, when his reputation is on the line, typically has good games. And the reason why I say that, I think that he feels like he's in a mode where he's got something to prove is people are still talking about Cooper Rush. People are still talking about Cooper Rush and how he started this season after Dak got hurt in week one. And then the last time that they played, Cooper Rush got a win here. So I know the dynamics of their team is different. They're playmakers that that they had when they when they faced us with Cooper Rush before that they don't have anymore. Amari Cooper, no longer remember the Cowboys. Cedric Wilson, no longer remember the Cowboys. We talked to Clarence Hill Jr. from the uh, Fort Worth um Star-Telegram last night, and he, he, he basically told us, look, this is a different offense, it's a different team than what we've typically seen. But I just don't want us to walk because I can see it already, guys. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be confident. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel good about your team. Because I think that right now, the, <laughs> the, the Minnesota Vikings are contenders coming out of the NFC. But I can see it already, though. Like any team out there, once you start to read the press clippings and you start to think highly of yourselves, then you stumble. The Buffalo Bills, maybe. That's happened. Maybe. Just maybe. Baltimore Ravens, maybe. We all thought that the Cincinnati Bengals could probably have a pretty solid season And build off of last year, right? I'm not saying everybody thought they were going to go back to the Super Bowl. But of all of the teams that are doing extremely well, I think that the best teams in the league are the teams that are total surprises. People knew that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. People thought that Kansas City was going to take a step back this year. No, Tyreek Hill, who's their running back? Like their defense isn't. The... No, Kansas City's as good as you're going to find in the league. People were looking and saying, "Well, we think that the we think that the um, the the Rams could get back to the Super Bowl." And I actually thought that not happening. Tampa, not happening. The surprise teams this year are. I think that the Chiefs being as good as they are is a surprise. The Vikings being as good as they are, an absolute surprise. And then the other team I will throw in the mix, clearly the Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody expected the Philadelphia Eagles to be this good this quickly. Let's take a phone call from, is it uh, Burhead from Hastings? What's up, Burr? Hey, H. Slake, long-time fan, first-time caller. Appreciate the phone call, my man. How you doing at Hastings? I'm doing great. That's I just awesome. can't believe the disrespect for this team from the Vegas, from the national media, um, Kirk Cousins, they don't give him credit. I just think, you know, enjoy the ride and have fun. I'm totally with you on enjoying the ride. I will say this, Bert, I, I think that we are starting to get a little bit of love, though, based off of the Buffalo win. And I'm with you. Like, I think that, but it, let's be honest. You know this and I know this. We all had questions about the Vikings up until last Sunday. Like, I didn't know whether to buy into what was going on with them earlier. Like, I love the Green Bay game. Then we got ran out of Philadelphia. And then we went on a winning streak. And I think all of us were kind of looking like, well, who are the real Minnesota Vikings? So I'm not, I'm not trying to defend the people that are looking at them and saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm kind of scared to give them some respect. I think that there are a lot of question marks, but like you mentioned, I think that we're in that particular mom- moment, Burhead, where we should be giving them more respect because you know what? We're at the halfway point in the season, and any team that's 8-1 and one should get more respect. I agree totally, and I think, personally, I think we're going to run Dallas out of stadium this weekend. <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. You're feeling confident. He's gonna make Stephen A. happy. The Vikings are gonna make Stephen A. happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, have that guy have have a good, have a, have a good week- weekend in, in Hastings, Burhead. That's awesome. I, by the way, I need to get back out to Hastings. Hastings, man. Oh, I used to go out to Hastings all the time. I used to go hang out with uh, member Gopher recruit Mike Bauer. I remember the name, yeah. Oh, Mike Bauer. You know? that, those are my people, the Bauer family, man. I go up to Hastings and hang out with them. Okay, him and his, him and his brother Jesse, and and, and, and their and their parents. So oh, you hang, you hang out. in on, Nation, man. I got huh? people. I got people all over Minnesota, See, bro.
2: Yeah, I, I know. I mean, come the, on
1: now, Hastings, and then you got to go through Hastings to go, um, the way of getting to uh Treasure Island
2: casino. Yep. yep. So
1: you know. Burhead, Burhead got me on my feelings right man, now. See, Burhead's uh, a little too overconfident, man. When he, said, like, when he said that they're running Dallas out of the— t- t- No, that's not happening. Can I, I qu- don't see that happening.
2: Can I quote Brad Childress and uh, say, you know, they're not going to run through us like Sherman running through the South? <laughs> is that what we're dealing with? Uh, I mean, d- Dallas, their defensive line is
1: stout. Yeah, it like, is. If, Demarcus Lawrence might not play, though, he, and he that's might, a big deal.
2: But— 11. That's the guy you got to watch out for. Yeah, Michael Parsons. Yeah, Michael Parsons is a Michael Parsons is legit.
1: Right, right now you can make the case that he's the best defensive player in football. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Uh, in in what like his second year? Yep. I mean, you think about
1: People said that about him last year. <laughs> I mean, that he, he is, was only second to maybe Aaron Donald.
2: Yeah, if if you're just kind of, you know, what am I going to be looking for? Look for 11 on the Dallas Cowboys. He is going to be a wrecker. I, I I'm not in this whole I feel really confident about the Vikings like this is going to be I mean this is going to be one of those fantasy goodness games where there's going to be a lot of scoring but it's it's tit for tat and I I'm I'd love the fact that the Vikings I feel they can compete after the Buffalo game I feel they can compete with everybody and I wasn't sure that we could have said that going into Buffalo but right now you could put them out there with anybody and I feel like at least it's going to be competitive
1: yep all right um 651 461 If you have a take on that, but also coming up next after weather, I want to get into well, the unveiling today. I wasn't able to make it to the Mall of America, but I've seen the jerseys, I've seen the Minnesota Twins logo. I have some takes, I want your reaction. Um, I talked to a few people earlier, some other reporters and media members. Um, there's a lot of positive vibes around the unveiling today. There are a couple of things though that, well, there's one thing specifically that I don't like, but I want your takes on it as well. 651-461-9226, Minnesota Twins, new logos coming up next year on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk, 830-WCCO. I'm going to give you the phone number right now. Love to get your reaction via the text line. Or just calling into the uh, City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. Because today was the day that the Minnesota Twins unveiled their new look, which they say is inspired by the past and built for the future. And they rolled it out today at the Mall of America in the Rotunda. And I'm sure that there are plenty of fans there. I know there was a lot of media that was there. Um, I was unfortunately not able to be there because I had to be somewhere else at that time. That's why I was out in the cold, freezing and groundbreaking for the uh, the V3 Center. But, man, I- I've seen the jerseys on the photographs of Louisa Rise, Byron Buxton, Joe Ryan, Jorge Polanco, and Jose Miranda. Okay? And let me just say this. I like the jerseys. I do. I'm not sitting here because I know that some will say, well, hold on, Lake. You're just saying that because you're a Twins fan. No, if I didn't like something, then I would just tell you that I'm not a big fan of it. And no, I'm not paid by the Twins. Okay? But I like the jerseys. I like the looks. Now, without question, and it's to me it's not even close. My favorite jersey that they unveiled today is the Twin Cities across the chest jersey. That's badass. That is so That's one of my favorite Minnesota jerseys of all time already. It looks that good. I like the detail of it all. It looks awesome. So now that is my favorite. Um I guess the second one that I like out of it, I'd have to go with the pinstripes because those look relatively nice. Uh, the dark jerseys, I'm not a fan of, like, of of like the black with the the it, white it, lettering.
2: It looks like a batting practice jersey.
1: I, I just, well, it, look, it doesn't really look like a batting practice jersey to me. It just. I'm not in love with that Mm one. It's a nice jersey, but it is, of all the ones that I saw today, Mm -hmm. it was the one that I liked the least. But there is one thing that I must admit, okay? And we could take your phone calls at 651-461-9226 and text messages. (sighs) And I'm sorry, I I know, because I got... Great friends with the Twins, Dave St. Peter and Andrew Halverson and Dustin Morris and all you know, I'm a Twins fan. Grew up on the Twins. I don't like the hat. I I don't like the M. I'm sorry, I don't, and I I know that we're talking about because it's representative of it's an M Cap logo with a four pronged North Star. I get that. I don't it, it reminds me of the Marlins. That's what it reminds me of, and I can't be the only one that thinks that because I'm going to tell you why I'm not the only one because I talked to somebody earlier today. Mm -hmm. They said it looks too much like the Marlins. That's the one. So that's the only thing. Now, how many different caps will they have or utilize? We'll see. Of course, everybody loves the TC. We all love the TC, but that specific, that M with the star, Mm -hmm. it looks like the Marlins, man.
2: It, it does, but at the same time, I can understand why, because it's an homage to one of
1: the old. I'm not saying Washington, it's not an homage.
2: It's to the old Washington senators. I'm
1: saying I don't like the look. Okay, I'm, not, that, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it that it doesn't have any any historical significance or it's not um, supposed to um, indicate some sort of. You meaning. just don't like it. I'm just saying it, I, I'm not a. It just looks a little weird to me.
2: Okay. Yeah, and and at first glance. It, it's grown on me the the m has grown on me i really like like you said the the cream with like the blue and it's got the the uh, mini and paul it's got those two on the
1: is that cream or like an off white oh
2: so i thought it was like a cream
1: i can't tell okay and so- and, 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 and for full transparency i wasn't at the moa yeah. earlier today i'm just looking at images that i've seen on social media
2: yeah to, to me it it looks like a cream with like a blue on it uh i gotta say that I am glad that the pinstripes are back because I feel like the pinstripes, you know, kind of takes you back to the late 80s, early 90s when this team had their most success. I don't like that the baby blues appear to be out of rotation. I love the baby blues.
1: Well, now, all right, so. Are are those, are. are, are, I don't know that those are absolutely out of ever being used. And and because I asked that question, Mm -hmm. I have to be honest with you guys, I loved everything about the baby blues. Yes, and I I asked somebody about the baby blues. They and it, the person I asked is not a part of the Twins organization. Um, I love those baby blues. Yeah, I, to me, you have to keep those.
2: I've got my Rod Carew that uh, my old baby blue Rod Carew, and I like it's it's one of my favorite pieces of Minnesota sports, like you know, merchandise or whatever. So. Um, the, what do you think of the the white with like the red twins and the blue number? Because I kind of dig that, like the red, white, and blue. Which one? Um,
1: it's, it's oh the the all white with the okay. with the
2: red twins and the cursive. And it's, it's got, okay.
1: It's the one that Jose Miranda has on here in the picture.
2: Okay, yeah, and, and I've I've kind of cycled through a few of them, and right now the one that I'm looking at has got uh, it's got Luisa Arise with the cream and Bucks wearing the one that I'm talking about, and Polanco has uh, has the stripes, but. Yeah, I'm okay. Sometimes you got to be awfully careful with a Mm rebrand because you can see that sometimes when you try and modernize a logo, it can go in the wrong direction. But I feel like the twins, I don't want to say that maybe they've gotten lucky because I know there's a lot of work that goes into this. But, you know, fans, if it doesn't hit, especially with these alternate jerseys, like fans can get all upset. If you're like, how dare you change this? I've not heard one, but outside of you know, maybe not liking the M, I have not heard on the a, hat uh, on the hat. And I and again, I might be in the minority with that. That I'm I'm digging it. I I gotta say, I think they did a pretty good job.
1: I think that they did do a pretty good job. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I, I think they did a pretty good job. I, I
2: just in time for Christmas too.
1: J- just that the, the hat thing, and this is the other thing. Mm-hmm. People are talking about. Well, hold on what what you guys are doing this you're only doing this because you're trying to get away from the fact that you underachieved last year do you think that they just came up with this idea after the all-star break and said you know what oh we um we we weren't able to win the division and get into the postseason, so we're just going to go ahead oh and- i
2: haven't heard i've i've not oh, once heard that you've they, heard, like people they, are really throwing around that conspiracy no, 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 theory no
1: no i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying the conspiracy theory of 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 it's all just based on them having a losing season yeah. last year. But I'm talking about, like, in terms of, like, okay, yeah, we're going to roll all of this stuff out right now and just mm-hmm. – w- are you trying to – no. Like, you got to you gotta put it out there so that people <laughs> get acclimated There's to it and they know work. what we're do-
2: – yes. There, I mean, the, the, you can't just decide – This is overnight. not an overnight thing. This is not the Washington Redskins turning into the Commanders all of a sudden have to – or Washington football team into the Commanders. Like – This is something that has to be rolled out because you've got marketing, you've got merchandise. I mean, you have to have these ready to go mass produced at the MLB store at the twins pro shop, like everywhere. You've got to have these ready to go. And you, you can't just be like, okay, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to put this out next week. Then boom. It sounds like now there's a lot of work that goes into this. And and I, I think they did good. I, I think they are going to be a lot of happy Twins fans.
1: Overall, I like what they did. Now, yeah. now, what would you give them for a grade, though?
2: A grade? Yep. I'd say maybe a B plus.
1: I'd give them a B+. Plus. I- I'm dead serious. That- that's mm-hmm. exactly what I was... I can't give them an A. Yeah. Because I'm not really... I- I'm not feeling the hat. I absolutely love the Twin Cities jersey. That I mean, that Twin <laughs> Cities jersey... I'm in love with that.
2: Yeah. I- see, and-
1: that's badass. Yeah,
2: and, and I, did- I-, I don't like the pseudo-batting practice like all-star game sort of vibe that I get with the darker Jersey. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. I like the updated pinstripes. I like the old school font with the, the red on the white with the blue uh, number on the, the lower abdomen. I I don't know. To me, that kind of takes me back to that sixties font when they first moved from Washington. So that's kind of what I think of there. And yeah, the, the the Twin Cities cream with the blue. I feel like that's kind of your your sleek, your your modern, you know, generation Z sort of logo right there. So, yeah. I'd say well, well done Twins marketing department.
1: All right, so that's the good news of the day with regards to the Minnesota Twins. There is a little bit of bad news at least in my opinion about the squad that I must address and we'll do that next year. On the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk A WCCO. Uh, twins made news with the unveiling of the new jerseys, but also uh, some other news that came out a little bit later, and uh, it's a little bit of a bummer to me, at least. Um, part of it I do kind of understand just a little bit, but third baseman Gio Urshela has been traded to the Angels. The Twins, in return, receive minor league pitcher Alejandro Hidalgo, 19 years old, four six two ERA, 10 starts for the uh, Angels Class A affiliate last season. Um, Urshela, last season, one of the team's most consistent and durable players, hit 285, 13 home runs, and 64 runs batted in. I'm going to miss Gio because I feel like you cannot name two. You cannot name two Minnesota Twins players outside of Gio that were as consistent, as reliable as he was. Gio, you knew what you were going to get every single day. You knew you were going to get really good defense. Better than expected defense, and I'm not saying he always swung a hot bat, but he was clutch. He was he he and Luis Rice and Jose Miranda were the most clutch members of the Minnesota Twins last season. I I loved having Geo here. I, I'm absolutely gonna miss him. It's a little bit. I was so happy to see him be uh, show production last year when I was over and sick of. Um, Josh Donaldson and Gio is not a me, me, me guy. He's a team guy. And so I'm a little bit bummed that he's leaving. Now, he was going to be headed to arbitration where he was likely to make more than $9 million in arbitration, which to me, (laughs) that's not a ton of money, right? But I see what the Twins are doing here. Because if you feel like Jose Miranda is your guy at third base, then go ahead and make the switch right now. So there's a part of me where I'm bummed and I'm like, man, man, geo has gone. And you look at that price tag and you're like, well, that seems somewhat reasonable. If the twins are going to move forward and they're going younger, then it just makes all the sense in the world.
2: <laughs> I, I, I understand it to a point, but. You've got a proven third-base commodity. I know Jose Miranda, it's, it's easy, Henry, from what we've seen, to go from third-base to first-base, first-base to third-base. Like, th- those corner infield spots are you know somewhat interchangeable. Here's the problem that I have with this move, is you move Jose Miranda back over to third-base. I understand it's where you want him long-term. Now you got the question with who's at first base. Okay, I mean, is, is Luis Arise, is he going to be your guy if Jorge Polanco is going to play second base? Because uh, Luis Arise was pressed into action at first base when Miguel Sano got hurt. You, okay. can't, you can't count on Alex Kirloff to be healthy. We don't know if he's going to be healthy. So right now, who are you going to have at first base? Who Who's your guy right now? Or are you confident that you're going to be able to go out on the market well, hold on, and, and, and get some. Don't you
1: think it's Alex Kirilov?
2: But right, but what I'm saying is, you want it to be. But how do we know he's healthy?
1: Well, all right.
2: So he, he's had a
1: hard time staying healthy too. I get that. Clearly, they know more than we do. They know where Alex Kirilov is in terms of his physical ailments and developments. Number one. Number two. Assuming that Alex Kirilov, I don't think that you make a move like this, and you just you feel bad badly about Alex Kirilov <laughs> and where he's at. Secondly. You just kind of answered your own question a little bit when you talked about Luis Ariz. We know Luis Ariz is a really good; he can play good first base. I'm not saying he's great, but we know that he's capable of playing it. So it's not like you're void of anybody playing first base.
2: Yeah, Luis Ariz to me seemed like a stopgap until you could figure out what to do because he's not your prototypical first baseman. You know, maybe that's what the plan is. To me, it doesn't seem like it's a very good plan. But if I don't know, I don't like the move. You can't talk me into liking the move. I, I Today, in terms of what they did with the team, I, they've, they've had better days, in
1: my opinion. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's what any organization. I'm not going to say that this is, this is like some great move. Yeah. But I, I think when we're talking about, is this a setback for the Minnesota Twins? I would, I would disagree with you and say no. Like, I don't think the this hinders in any way them progressing next year. For this organization to move forward anyway, Kirilov and Larnick have to play. And be healthy, right? That's that's the key, right? So, there. so, but but that's but that's 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 regardless of what happens with uh, Gio Orsella, that has to happen anyway, right? And if those guys are healthy and they're performing at the level that people expect, then this Gio conversation goes away immediately,
2: right? But over the last two years, Alex Kirilov has been gone for the year with a wrist injury, and you know, is is that going to be something that's going to be recurring? Is this a chronic thing? Two years in a row. Like And I like Alex Kirloff.
1: I get that. But you don't keep Alex Kierlov, um or you don't keep Gio Urshela at $10 million just because you're scared of Alex Kirloff's health.
2: And, and, I mean, it might be other guys that they might want to rotate through first base, but I, I I feel like it's a little bit more of a gamble than what the Twins should be playing with right
1: now. You might be right. All right, coming up next, let's talk a little NBA because we are your home for Timberwolves basketball. My buddy. Former NBA point guard, Troy Bell, Minnesota high school legend. He joins us next year to talk Wolves and NBA.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.